This is Total Anarchy Lifestyle. A giant serving of ass kickery, only now with more awesome. Ingredients include personal development, respect, relationships, sex, self-improvement, character development, and way more. Do I know everything? I don't know. See what I did there? So welcome back to Total Danarchy. This is my lifestyle podcast where I try to give you advice on how to be successful in all things. Um, today's episode is going to be about confidence, okay? I'm just going to jump right into it. Confidence is the white whale for a lot of folks. It's something they lust after like the only whore on a 10-year cruise. Anyway, it can be elusive. Uh, your own personal Sasquatch, like... Why does it come so easily to some and seem to bypass others completely? How can you catch it and make it breed? This is what we're going to explore here. But first off, I want to define confidence. We want to know what we're dealing with. It's anatomy. So let's dissect it. Confidence can be defined simply as faith in oneself or in whatever. So you can have faith in yourself or you can have faith that the chair you're sitting in isn't going to crash to the floor. We can look at confidence as a continuum with complete self-doubt at one end and complete self-confidence at the other. One end equals massive insecurity and the other end is extreme narcissism. Now let's be clear here. If you are not currently a narcissist, you should not be worried about getting too close to that other end of the spectrum. Increasing your confidence is a positive thing. A lot of people are worried about getting too cocky, too pompous, too conceited. Don't even worry about that. See, part of that hesitation actually derives from worrying about what other people are going to think. You can be confident without being conceited. Confidence is simply a matter of believing in yourself, that you can accomplish things. It doesn't have to be believing that you are the greatest gift to mankind. Alright? And if other people think that about you after you've increased your confidence... That's actually their problem. It's not yours. Confidence is a positive view of oneself, okay? Insecurity is negative. Insecurity, doubt, etc., all those are based on fear. Thus, lack of confidence might be said to be rooted in fear. You doubt that you can do something, so you avoid it. But why? For many, it's a fear of failure, rejection, humiliation, etc., now what's interesting to note here is that the lower one's confidence, the greater these fears tend to be. So watch a confident person. They tend to take more risks. They aren't worried about failure or rejection or humiliation. They take more risks because they believe they can do more than what others perceive that they themselves can do. Does that make sense? I hope I explained that right. Either, either that or they try anyway, knowing that they might fail. So the point is that they are not afraid. They fear less than other people. They believe in themselves and in taking more risks and putting themselves out there more, they end up with more successes than people who are too afraid to try. And these successes reinforce their confidence. And since they no longer fear failure, when they do fail, the failures are not a big deal. Let's picture this. Imagine somebody walking with a full tray of food through a crowded cafeteria. One person might be terrified to death of tripping and spilling all that food everywhere. It, it, it'd be embarrassing. 
But at the same time, there are people out there who would have no problems in that situation. So what's the difference? Let's break it down. A confident person realizes that there's nothing to be afraid of. So what if I trip? Everyone will laugh at me, the frightened person might say. Indeed. But if you brush it off and you laugh first, you completely take away the moment's power. And people that see it will remember how cool you were. It's only embarrassing if someone allows it to be. So don't allow it to be embarrassing. It's all in your mindset. They feed off of you. You have to lead the way. So this, actually, this example actually illustrates the biggest secret about confidence. And the answer there can be found in an old Native American tale of the two wolves. This is one of my favorites. An old man is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside each of us, he said to the boy. It is a terrible fight and it is between two wolves. One is dark. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. The old man continued. The other is light. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, confidence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? The old man simply replied, the one you feed. So this story illustrates the nature of confidence and fear. They are two sides of the same coin, the two wolves fighting each other within. The one you feed most is going to win every time. That just that applies to anything, not just confidence and fear. But it's not only that, it's paying attention to our successes, our wins, that bolster our confidence. The more ways you can view yourself in this successful light, the greater your pool of confidence is going to be. The harder it's going to be to shake that confidence. Think of it like a jar of pennies. Each thing you do that makes you feel great is like putting a penny into that jar. Each thing that's a blow to your confidence takes a penny out. Now some things are always going to be worth more and some things are always going to be worth a little bit less. So now imagine that you don't have much of a pool of these pennies built up. Something major could very easily bankrupt your confidence, uh, leaving you feeling completely dejected. A series of small things could also take its toll. It becomes harder to feel good about yourself when your thoughts are focused only on these negative aspects. The dark wolf grows stronger. You're feeding that one. Small successes, things that make you feel good, suddenly don't mean as much anymore. Not compared to the big picture. Maybe, like, because you're too focused on the losses, you can't see the positives in front of you. Maybe you start to get an overall sense of worthlessness, a feeling that nothing can go your way. Pretty soon you start to dread doing much of anything, or you feel like you shouldn't even try some things, because what's the point? Maybe other people contribute to this feeling, like doing things that are mean or make you feel even worse. This stuff could continue for years possibly leading to depression, maybe even suicide. You might even resign yourself to your fate and just try to get by day to day. It's a cesspool, a quagmire, and like quicksand, it's difficult to escape. After a while, you might even feel like you don't have the energy to try anymore. It might even feel like a dark space and you can't even see the light at the end of the tunnel. Every depressing thing is going to seem to breed even more depressing things. Every perceived failure will hit you harder, making you more hesitant to try next time. 
Then when you don't try as hard, you'll be more likely to repeat the process again and again, all because of doubt, over and over and over. The more you feed this dark wolf of fear, insecurity, doubt, and worry, the greater these feelings are going to be. They're going to grow. You have to feed the other wolf, the good one, even if you don't know where it has gone to. Put food out for it. It will come, no matter how weakened it's become. Even if you think it's a pointless endeavor, you have to put more energy into the positive. Even if you experience setbacks. Everybody experiences setbacks. Keep being positive. Focus your efforts on finding ways to put money back into your little jar. No matter how little or seemingly insignificant, it's going to add up. Pennies add up, just like real, like real money. This confidence and these successes are going to add up. The good wolf will grow stronger. Each success is going to increase your confidence, giving you the strength to try something else. Some of the things that used to take the wind out of your sails aren't going to matter as much anymore, so you'll start to lose less of your reserve. You won't be pulling pennies out of your jars often. These successes will put you into a better mood, which means you'll be doing more things you love to do, things that you can feel great about, and you won't be focused on the negatives. You're only going to be focused on the positives. Increasing your confidence, your positive attitude, feeding this wolf makes it grow stronger. It all amplifies. Whichever you focus on is going to amplify naturally. You've got to change your perspective. And this may seem very hard for some people to do, but you've got to do it. Start focusing on the positive things about you, things you can feel good about, and build from there. Everybody has something they're good at, something that makes them unique, something they can be proud of. Start there. So maybe you're great at playing guitar, or maybe you can recite all the U.S. presidents in order forwards and backwards. It doesn't matter what it is. Maybe you're great at answering phones. It doesn't matter. Use it. Forget about putting it out there for others right now. You don't need anyone else's praise or approval to feel good about yourself. You have to get used to being your own cheerleader for a while. Start doing things that make you feel great. Make something awesome. Try different things. If you end up thinking something sucks, try again and again or do something else. Um, the point is to shift your focus from what you view as failure or incompetence, etc. onto something else, something more positive. Maybe you feel that you'll never be great at your job. Don't focus on that. Focus on what you're great at. Keep these things in the forefront of your thoughts and build from there. See, I remember you said... I remember I used to go with a friend of mine every week to play basketball at the rec center. I wasn't very good at it, and it was frustrating getting my ass kicked at it week after week. See, I was playing against guys who loved basketball, guys who had been playing it their whole lives. Uh, but even as frustrating as it was, I would come away thinking, man, I could beat those guys at boxing. I And I really probably could have, because that was my thing back then. But it made me feel better about not being good at basketball, and I stopped taking it so seriously. I started to just go and have more fun because doing awesome didn't mean so much to me anymore. I didn't base my confidence off of how great I was at basketball. There were other things I could base my confidence off of. You just need to find something you can hang on to in those harrowing moments. So remembering that these guys had their whole lives to get good at basketball and I'm new at it, it didn't really hurt me that much. I, You know, you put it into perspective. So that's the start. After that, you can resolve yourself to get better. Say that you're going to be better at your job or at basketball, at anything. 
With focus, practice, and knowledge, anything is at your fingertips, even things you don't think are possible for you. It's easy to think there's no way I could do that. Why not? Why can't you do a certain thing? So when we look at stuff like this, it's easy to see other people succeed and think that they must have had, they must have something that you don't. Maybe you think they get the girls because they're better looking or they're more athletic because they were born with a better body. Maybe you've always wanted to do photography but you don't think you have the right camera. These are all just excuses. You're not being realistic at all. One look at reality will show you hundreds of not so good looking guys with hot women. It's because they have money, you think. No, stop it. That is not it at all. You're making up excuses so you don't have to try at something you're scared of. Make sense? You don't have to take the risk. You don't feel like failing or re being rejected or appearing a fool. Whatever. The reality is that anything someone else can do, so can you. Quit making up excuses. Quit feeding the shitty wolf. Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. You need to change your mindset and focus on the positive. Do things that make you feel good and start eliminating things that make you feel like shit. Stop thinking you can't do things that other people clearly have done. The world is chock full of stories about people who accomplished the seemingly impossible against all odds. Josh Sunquist is a skier and he's only got one leg. A South Korean lady named Cha Sa Soon was said to have failed her driver's license exam 959 times. She passed it on the 960th time. The Wright brothers achieved human flight, which was thought to be impossible. We put a man on the damn moon. How many people didn't think these things were possible? Whether you think you can or you can't, you are right. So change your mind. Be positive. Feed that light wolf. Give yourself some credit. Focus on your talents, strengths, passions, your good qualities, anything that makes you feel great. Start today. If you're insecure about something, write it down. Write down some suggestions on how to get past it. Are you afraid to speak in public? Do you want to lose some weight? Do you dislike your haircut? Anything is possible to change, so you need to recognize that. But don't focus on it as much as on the positive things. Focus forward, not backwards. Now, another thing I do want to mention here uh, is what I call the confidence continuum. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Look at it as a linear spectrum of confidence, with the far left being complete insecurity and the far right being complete confidence. Now, most people fall somewhere close to the middle, but here's where I want to highlight a concept that nobody else seems to get. This is why a lot of people view very confident people as being super cocky. And they put them down. They, they, I've known a lot of people who hate me because I seem to be too cocky. They don't like cocky people. But in fact, that person might not be as cocky or narcissistic as you think. Now I'm going to go ahead and put, I'm also putting the visual diagram up on my site with this episode so you can actually see what I'm talking about. So say we have somebody who's naturally around a 7 on this confidence continuum scale. Decently confident, but not completely conceited. This person just believes in his or herself a lot. Now, take somebody who maybe experienced a highest confidence level in their life of 4 or 5. That person cannot comprehend what it's like to be a 7. So it appears to be over the top. Can you see that? 
Remember that just because someone is really confident, it doesn't mean that they're cocky or narcissistic. To you or to someone else, a person's natural confidence level might still be higher than another person's maximum. To that person, it's going to seem way off the charts, but it still might be nowhere near megalomaniac status. Does that make sense? So be careful not to judge people who are confident. Like, a lot of insecure people will put confident people down as a way of not having to improve themselves. It's easier to drag somebody down to our level than it is to go up to someone else's level. Okay? Back to increasing your confidence. It also helps to surround yourself with people who are positive, encouraging, or already successful. Avoid anybody who attempts to impede you. Quality people want you to succeed. People who want to hold you back are like a cancer. It is easier to get rid of those people early on, but they must go. Having positive people around can make things infinitely easier. Communicate with those close to you about your intentions and get them on your side. Seek out others who have accomplished what you want to accomplish, either in person, in an online forum, wherever. Surround yourself with success. Just like how you shouldn't be negative, avoid negative people. Anyone who is a serial whiner, complainer, all the naysayers, you aren't seeking validation or praise or recognition because you're going to be providing that for yourself. Being able to do that is optimal versus having to derive your self-worth from other people. But being around positive people will help you remain positive. Avoid emotional vampires. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's your mom, your spouse, your brother, your best friend. If they're negative, fucking quit hanging out with them. Avoid them at all possible and you'll do a lot better. Now don't forget about the little things. Small things can have a huge impact on your mood. And as we've already learned, a positive mood snowballs and it infects everything else in your life. So try, try some different stuff. Here's some suggestions. Clean your house. Seriously, it's a proven fact that cleaning your house boosts your mood and helps fight depression. Get a haircut. Go get a new outfit. See, making a change like this can give you a sense of newness. It will make you feel like a renewed person. It make you feel good about yourself. Take your car through the car wash. Take pride in your appearance. Make time for yourself. Hit the gym or do something physical. Go ride your bike or go on a hike. Working out is another way to boost your mood. And if you can establish that as a habit, you're going to start to see results, which will make your confidence soar yet again. Start dressing nicer. Uh, accept compliments with grace. Don't try to be humble. Don't highlight your perceived flaws or failures. Don't argue about it. Just remain positive. Just simply say, thank you. I appreciate your compliment. Another technique is called act as if. Also known as fake it till you make it. Basically, Pretend that you're confident until you actually are. Help others improve themselves or accomplish things. Join in on a group project. Hold your head high and work on your posture. Stand tall. Make eye contact with people. Smile more. Relax more. Speak slowly and deliberately. Speak with projection. Project an air of confidence even when you don't feel like you are. Imagine a duck swimming on a pond. Now on the surface, that duck is gliding smoothly across the water. But below the surface, its feet are paddling a million miles a minute. Quit thinking about what everyone else is thinking of you. Chances are that they aren't thinking about you at all. 
Think of all the people in the world who don't even know you yet. Don't automatically assume that these people will be disparaging towards you, that they're not going to like you, that their disposition towards you will be however you've imagined it. They don't know you. Every time you meet a stranger, you have a perfect opportunity to present them with any persona that you desire. Why not give them your best? Act like who you want to be, and you will become that person. Another thing, don't get hung up on setbacks. We all have them. Keep moving forward. Set smaller goals and achieve them. It's okay to set lofty goals, but break them up into smaller chunks. What you don't want to do is set a huge goal that you attempt to overtake all at once. Because doing it that way is going to make it easier to just get discouraged and even quit altogether. And that's why most diets fail. People try to jump into a diet all at once instead of doing it a piece at a time to develop it into a life-changing habit. Take your goals in chunks. Keep track of your accomplishments even. Write them down. Strive to add to that list. These are Refer to this list whenever you're feeling down on yourself. Seriously. Um, put it on your phone. Whatever. Lastly, think about all the things you've done in the past that you did not think you could do. Remember those things. Put those on your list. Remember that you didn't think you could do it and that you did it anyway. So remind yourself that these things are possible. Remind yourself constantly that you have value. Forget about what every other person thinks. They don't determine your value. You do. Be positive. Pay attention to yourself. And feed the good wolf. Alright? This is Dan Donchi, uh, also known as Jan and Hale. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, seriously, I go either check it out on SoundCloud. You can get the podcast on Stitcher or subscribe on iTunes. I'm putting these out every week. Um, and these are for you, you know. Uh, find me online, janandhale.com. Look me up on Facebook and Twitter. And that's about it. Have a good one. Till next time. Bye.